Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Welcome back to the No Laying Up live show, wherever you happen to be consuming this content. Uh, John Rahm, your winner. We will have a flyover shortly. Uh, that's coming. We're, we're going to have that. The flyover people, they're a little late. They are coming. But the people who are here with us is Solly. Solly, you're here. I'm here. The big TV. We had a big day on, on, the, on the tube today. Of course, Tron is here. Tron, how are you? I'm good. You're you're referring to the flyover people like that, that's the military. You're you're dogging the military here to start the show. Jeez, and I want to thank you if anybody's watching this live for wearing your camouflage today. Kind of an Arctic troops look going on. I'm sure that's available in the No Lega Pro Shop. Uh, John Rom, your winner at the U.S. Open. Solly, anything you want to? Where where do you want to start? Let's, you, let's get you into it. You know where I want to start <laughs> with this. Epic Speed Driver, ten and a half degrees. Epic Speed Fairway Woods. He uses a 15 degree and an 18 degree. Apex TCB irons, four through pitching wedge. He's got Jaws wedges, 52, 56, and 60. He's got the white hot, the OG Rossi S putter. Uh, made, I believe, some very clutch putts with that. The Chrome Soft X golf ball, if you're counting, that's two straight major wins for the Chrome Soft X golf ball. He's got a 45 and a quarter inch long shaft with one inch tipping uh, in that driver and that he used to just win his first major championship. Wouldn't, golf. wouldn't recommend anybody put that into play. I don't know what any of that means, speed. but for the for the equipment nerds that know what that means, that is it means probably, he swings means it swings he swings it really hard. Probably pretty specific. So, uh for more information on what's in John Rom's bag. Uh, and again, two wins in a row for the Chrome Soft X Golf Ball and Majors. So, there How you about have that. It. There you have it. Solly, take what us a away, day, man. guys. That was what fantastic, guys. Fantastic. I'm just trying to think of like we, with everything we've had in the past year of easing back into fans, right? I just haven't had a fan presence in golf. We've seen some big putts made in big tournaments, thinking back to the This Is For You Workday last year and the BMW last year. But like, I haven't, I don't remember a moment like that in golf. Those, both of those moments on 71st and 72nd holes. And I, I kind of feel like I kind of lost touch with what made watching golf exciting. And I feel rejuvenated now. I, I It feels really good to have watched a major where somebody went out and got it rather than feeling like somebody got crowned. A hundred percent. Could not agree more. Uh, Tron, you want you want to jump in? I loved it. I I didn't realize how much I liked John Rom until the putt went in on seventeen, and I jumped up and said, "F yeah!" Like it was <laughs> it was really like, and then like just a genuine show of emotion. And then uh, I was so proud of him on eighteen. He did the right thing uh, out of the bunker because that could have gotten squirrely and just very unnecessarily so. Uh, and then to make that putt, uh, but the putt, I mean, the putt on seventeen was like. It was like one of the better putts I've ever seen. It was made. unbelievable. It was crazy. But I mean, like really even going back to birdies, the first two holes of the day, um, filthy up and down on three and then hit a good putt on four. And I don't know. I just had a feeling all day that like he just, he was melting his irons all day. I mean, even though shots that, that, that missed a little bit where he would misjudge the wind or I mean, shit, the shot into 18, like seemed like he just absolutely pured that. And it, and it ended up, you know, just just fading a little bit too much to the right, but um, couple long irons into the par threes all day. Like I, I just, 
I haven't seen a guy hit his irons that well. Like that was that was cat like. I don't remember. It seemed like Rom. It's been like a decade since I've played like the old Tiger Woods video games. But whoever was like the top guy, you know, that in the video game, whatever the top skill guy was, it was almost like they were predetermined <laughs> when the tournament starts to just ri- like slowly rise up the leaderboard. Right? They were always going to finish at this number, no matter what the ups and downs were. That's what Rom felt like. It didn't feel like his best tournament he's ever played. It didn't feel like he was unstoppable in any way. It didn't feel like he was in control of everything going on. But like his floor and talent level was just so high that it just seemed inevitable that at some point some putts were going to start falling in and that he was going to do that. I mean, I don't know. It, it, was, it felt like the best player won. I mean, I'm sure we can bring this around to Torrey Pines eventually, but uh, I, I'm, I feel like I'm on a, on, a, on a high. After a week of golf that was not very exciting, today was freaking awesome. Yeah, I think that's probably a good place to, you know, kind of quote-unquote start is – you, can I say one more? Can I say one more thing here? Sorry, you can just say as many things as you want. Go ahead. To your point, TC, <laughs> of like I've never, I've never like fucked yet, fuck yad for Rom before. I don't think I, I, I think I root for him, but I don't start every week with like, oh, what's Rom doing? But honestly, he kind of endeared me, uh, endeared himself to me with like the way he handled his press conference going into the week, right? Of yeah, he got a a a listen. We were pretty hard on him on the on the wrap up podcast. He even said, "I wish I would have got vaccinated sooner." He owned up to. Everything that happened about getting COVID week of, he said, you know, I knew I was in the protocol all week. I knew this was a chance this would happen. Uh, You know, a lot of people that were hard on the PGA tour saying I should have played alone. All that. He said, all that's nonsense. Like he, honestly, his perspective, not to use that word on that was like great. It was very much like a, I don't know, like it's almost subconsciously not turned me on him, but made me like, all right, this is a, a guy that's easier to root for. And that affected my enjoyment of today's golf. And I just wanted to. I mean, really, he, like, we we joke about adversity all the time. And, you know, obviously he was asymptomatic from COVID, but he he had like a, you know, $1.5 million and a big ass tournament win ripped out of his grasp, six shot lead. And he handled it like a fucking champ. Yeah. Right. And I feel like he, he just grew a lot. And, and that happened because of adversity this week where, you know, you could have seen a lot of guys go the other way with that, regardless of what their feelings are politically or anything like that. Like, you know, who knows what what Rom thinks on that stuff. But he just he just took it like like a champ and and basically took responsibility for stuff that was, you know, both in and out of his control and and just moved on and plowed that energy towards something positive. It was awesome. Hmm. And it was I mean, inevitable's probably the right word right i mean it kind of felt that way coming in it's weird uh i definitely can't remember a time where a guy maybe bryson and wingfoot a little bit but like where a guy that had never won a major just felt like such an obvious pick right like i always feel like when somebody is really really obvious or really high on you know on everybody's everybody's boards like it's always a guy going for their second third fourth major yeah. and rom was the guy coming in this week that's like oh yeah no i know he's never won one but like he's definitely gonna win this week and it even felt that way i mean we said it last night tron like it felt like he should have been up by three or four yesterday he yeah. just was hitting it so freaking good all week and just seemingly like not not that he wasn't getting much out of it because i mean he was around the top of the leaderboard but wasn't blowing the doors off people the way he probably should have been compared to how he was hitting it right and i think for someone like that like we joke about this all the time we will continue to joke about this but all the temper stuff and you know is he going to hold it together like man you got to be really freaking patient in a a golf tournament like this and he totally was even when putts weren't dropping like you know he hung in hung in hung in didn't make any like didn't make any like brain dead big numbers that just 
kicked himself out of it and and came out today firing hot and it kind of even like the the shot on number three i mean it felt like you know two like pretty easy birdies on one and two and it felt like as soon as he kind of tugged that one a little bit left down into the shit on on three it kind of felt a little bit like oh man this might be you know is he gonna just give it all back and god what if what an up and down that was holy cow i mean dj i think i i i said on the on the the DraftKings preview show this week i was like this is way too obvious a pick but like i can't see him not winning here this is yeah. he's playing so freaking good right now it's his favorite course on the entire schedule year in year out he's had success here and man he just seems like he's he's like he just seems like he's maturing before our very eyes so that's, you, oh, I wonder why why that might be. I mean, I, I, there's nothing in his life that I would add a, make a connection to to make that point. But to that, 67 was not out there in the afternoon. No one else in the afternoon-ish wave or the later wave at all posted anything close to that. Brandon Grace got in early with 67. Patrick Reed shot 67 today, but the cameras weren't around for any of that. So that has an asterisk on it. Uh, and, and Harris English, Guido, uh, and Daniel Berger and Sergio and Hideki shot three under, but that was, those are the rounds of the day. Rom went out and shot the round of the day on Sunday, tied for the round of the day and won the golf tournament by two, uh, or by one, sorry. And it was just freaking, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. Those putts are, can we also comment on this fist pumps? John Rom is like tier one. Like yeah. For yeah. golfers that suck how to celebrate for the most part. Those are some excellent celebrations and fist pumps. I was I was feeling that. I think I'm also so jacked up right now because as all this was happening, Bryson is melting <laughs> down before our very eyes. 44 <laughs> on the back nine. I mean, it was it tough. Was, that was incredible. And no matter what happens with Bryson, it's interesting, right? I mean, I would have rooted for Bryson to go out and win it today. I think that would have been interesting. I think that would have been fun. But also him shooting 44 on the back was very interesting and very fun. You could root, but I, I could simultaneously root for and against Bryson pretty much every time he tees it up. He, he's the content factory. Shout, shout out to whoever said on the show last night, you know, Mackenzie Hughes over under Solly's TV on the back nine tomorrow. Turned out it was Bryson. Yeah, 40, he 44. He, he hammered the over today. D- depending on how you measure the TV, actually, no matter how you measure the TV, Bryson was over it today. But corner to Mc- corner, man. McKenzie would have been uh, would have been close otherwise. But yeah, so Bryson's nine holes this week: 37, 36, uh, 35, 34, 35, 33, 33, 44. Like, what the fuck, man? That's that's tough. His uh his post round press conference was kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys read through it, but uh, just just bad luck. He said. I mean, it just you know just couldn't catch any breaks, and he did. I, I of course there was like compounding errors that were going on there, but I think he was right at least a little bit in that. Uh, you know, his strategy was going to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit it out there forever, and if I get good lies, like I'm gonna be dialed. And for a long time he was, and then uh, he wasn't. Like I, I don't know what was that on uh, fourteen where he had that like the one where he had basically the tiger esque swing out of the out of the right rough. There was kind of the beginning of the end, and then I guess he had just doubled thirteen as well. Thirteen, but, thirteen. The yeah. sl- Shane Bacon first of all calling that everyone was slipping on thirteen, and then Bryson going and slipping at what was probably a pretty uh, TC is currently doing a flyover right now, but. <laughs> Um, having that slip happen and turning that into double bogey, uh, that hole is very much just kind of like you get, if you get like behind, I, what, if Louis ball doesn't stop right there, like that tournament, 
like I know he didn't end up winning, but it's things are going to start to play out very, very differently. If you get like behind the eight ball on 13, there's no place to like recover from. You're going to pitch out to whatever 80 yards and hope to hit that green. If you go long, you know, you could be ping ponging back and forth. Like there was, that's really the only hole where the disaster was really looming and he just got bit. Uh, you have to wonder if that streaker really had a, had an impact on him <laughs> in, in some way, but um, I was uh, I was truly getting the uh, getting the popcorn back out uh, on thirteen when Louis Ball landed. I was like, "Oh man, here here it comes! Get, yeah. get the, the fishing reels coming! It's gonna suck back sixty yards like Sergio's did." And yeah, that was a, a you know when that one stayed up, I kind of was like, you know, I think it's uh, maybe it's his day. Yeah, <laughs> TC, welcome back. We we see you loud and clear now. Do you hear us? He apparently does not. Sounds so. like a not. All right. Okay. We tried. We gave it our best. Um, Rory time. Louis, let's go, Louis. Let's go, Louis. What do you What do you make of this? Like, how do you? I'm struggling to reconcile this, right? Of how somebody can play this much good golf in major championships and only have one to show for it, and none of them in any of the times that it's been close. Yeah, it's weird because he today felt like weirdly his. I don't know. I'm trying. There's been so many that it, honestly, it's like easy to get your wires crossed at this point. But like today, kind of felt like his most impressive performance, right? And maybe that's just a matter of a couple of those putts going in, whereas it seems like they they don't typically. But uh, the the big par save on uh, I forget which hole that was. Uh, it must have been uh, 16, I guess. The the one he had coming back on 16, like there there was a lot of nails putts coming down the stretch for uh, for Louis and. It, I don't know, man. It, it's how do you like? I you know what I mean though. How do you go and play your best? He's he's very Kepka like. You play yeah. your best golf when it matters the most. Uh, and maybe it's just their styles of play that you know that promote playing smart. You know, whatever smart golf, not chasing after pins, plodding along for seventy two holes is what puts them there in the mix. Uh, but gosh, man, just seven top two finishes in majors with one title. He has as many top two finishes as Kepka does. More than Spieth, more than Rory, and like you only get judged really by how many championships you win in this sport for and you know for for many reasons and for some I would question that but gosh he's one of the greatest major players of this era and he's going to have is turns out to be an unbelievably forgetful career I'm afraid it's been weird this this year I mean I know this is kind of recency bias but you know it feels like some of those are you know he just gets beat. Right. Like you, you have the year like Bubba where at the Masters where he like he just gets beat. That's the way it goes. But there's been a couple this year. I mean, the one at Zurich when he's standing on the tee in the playoff at Zurich and it's like, hey, man, hit it anywhere in Louisiana except for right. And he blows it into the middle of the pond. He gets on 17 at Torrey. It's hit hit it anywhere in North America except you know left and he hits it left and it's just dude yeah it's, it's tough to that though like he needed a birdie right and i know 18 is a birdie hole but it's not a guarantee right and it i'm a believer of if you are under the gun in these types of scenarios right you have to ask yourself the question like the winner of the tournament is going to hit the shot right there's no bailing on the 71st hole of the us open of course you don't want to hit it in there but like he's probably trying to hit the fairway hitting a hit a wedge onto the green and make birdie right that's yeah. what that's what he's thinking and that's kind of like a risk you run in tournament. At a certain point in tournament golf, you turn like the green light on and you say pretty much each shot from here in has to be perfect if I want to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Right. And if I don't do it, I don't do it. So bailing out in that scenario would 
it wouldn't have done him much benefit anyways. I know Rom made birdie from that bunker, but that was extremely unlikely. So I don't fault him that much for it. I definitely, definitely, definitely don't fault him for laying up on 18. There were a lot. I, I could see it coming from a mile away. He had 247 to a front right pin out of the rough without a good lie over water uh, to a green. Aren't there, aren't there some trees down that left side too? I don't that, think that, that much block you out. I can't remember. Okay. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, he talked about trying to chase it up in front, front right, you know, up and onto the green. But I've never ever seen anybody do that on the 18th hole at Torrey Pines, not once to, to any success. So I didn't like where he laid it up too. I thought he should have laid it back, laid it back further to had a chance to spin one in the hole to you know to make the playoff. But I I, I don't blame him for that. I, I don't think that was the wrong call at all from the fairway guys were not able to hold the front part of that green. Like there was no point in going over that green, even if right. he launches a three wood and chipping back towards the water, like you're, that's not a likely uh, hole out in that scenario. So were, were you disappointed? He didn't have the caddy tend the flag a little bit, but it feels like a no brainer on the 18th of Torrey Pines. But... It's also a little look at me, right? You may want to just have, you know, I don't want to stand there on my own. I kind of like having my caddy sit there right next to me as I hit the shot rather than him up there. on the, I feel like it's, it draws more attention to the fact that you're trying to hold it. Whereas, uh, I don't know. With that, as many balls as we saw bang off the clang off the flag stick this week, maybe you're you maybe you're right a little bit. So. God, that would have been all time. So we we've officially lost TC. Uh, he for those listening on the podcast, he's cut in and out uh, of of connection. We're, we're we're still working on it, but uh, our, our top technicians are on it. But uh, yeah, the the uh, the guy from the the protests at uh, Forrest Gump is currently ripping up the internet cords. <laughs> Somebody from NBC might be getting revenge revenge on us. This might be a targeted strike after all the coverage takes this past week. But um, if we had more commercials, maybe we could afford some better Wi-Fi. But you know, these things come as a trade-off. Thank you for that transition. Let's just go right into it. Let, <laughs> you keep you keep talking, but mute your mic, uh, and then we'll just have this as a playing through, right? I uh, wish I could change. Can I change? There you go. That, there you uh, go. Uh, through. <laughs> this is the playing through screen. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, it is America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using it. Easy to navigate. It, it, I'm really impressed by how fast their information flows. I know that's really like they're the key, a very, very, very key part of their business. But like shot by shot, watching odds change today was very, very entertaining. It's super easy to navigate. Uh, it's got plenty of instructions for new betters. It's limitless, limitless ways to get in on all the action. Uh, I'm really actually slowly turning into DFS guy, which we can talk about at some point. But we, I had a lot of fun doing some DFS this week. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. All you got to do is pick any basketball team that's still in contention. Bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget the DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great ad odds and promotions on, on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. Safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code NLU when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. If they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code NLU for a limited time only with DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Really good stuff. Yeah, thank you. TC's back, baby. Guys, I, I legitimately think Comcast, NBC, <laughs> we just made the joke. <laughs> is shadow banning me, man. It's it's crazy. They fucking Wi-Fi keeps cutting out. Hate that. Hate that for you, TC. So you know what? I agree with everything you guys said. I have no idea what it was, but I agree with everything. 
that I know you didn't know what it said, it said cuz you definitely wouldn't have agreed with anything we said if you if you'd actually heard it but uh, no we just kind of euthanized uh Louis Tazen um what was your what was your biggest takeaway from from Louis today uh, like why would you hit that drive on 17 <laughs> I mean, so all he said it was a smart play <laughs> oh my god See, this is what you guys do this is what you do you twist my words i just didn't have a problem i mean he's try he's got to hit the fairway if he wants to win a tournament i think you're not bailing right and and winning that golf tournament like, and, and, and i guess i would take those words and say like he has to hit the fairway if he wants to win the tournament and here go <laughs> i don't think he i, I just to win don't the believe tournament. in i just don't believe in only place you can't miss there is left if you got a one-shot lead go hit it miles right like that's yeah. fine and you can make par from over there but if you want to you, you got a birdie one of the last two it's not a gimme birdie on the 18th and you could finish birdie birdie and win the damn thing outright. So I don't I don't have that much of a problem with it. I will say on on Louie, I I will atone, of course, for my Russell Henley stuff when when the time comes. But the point is, Rom had to go tie the low round of the week, which is kind of what we said yesterday. Was like if one of these guys is going to do it, they're going to have to ball out, probably shoot the best round of the day, and one of those guys at five under is going to shoot even, and it was Louie. So. Uh, kudos to I don't know where I'm going with that, but kudos to uh, kudos to Rom for going and getting him. I guess. I mean, like, dude, you were, I, I guess you were pretty dude, adamant last night that there was not a 67 out there. No, I said that he's not not better than 67. What I was not said. What I said. I think what I meant was <laughs> like nobody's going out in the first two days with what twice as many players in perfect conditions. Like we didn't see anything better than 67. Odds are we're probably not going to see anything better than 67 on Sunday. Maybe, and everybody always kind of builds up these like hero complexes and thinks everybody's Johnny Miller, but like it just doesn't usually happen, and and it didn't happen today either. But John Rom was enough and went and got it. it so we were like right, and that all those guys at one under we had no chance; they were out of it. As we said on day one, Colin Morikawa <laughs> was out of this. I exactly. didn't have to sweat that one at all. Exactly. Um, but no, for the people in the comments saying 18 was a gimme birdie, no, it wasn't. Less than half the like way less than half the field was birdieing 18. I mean, I know it's the easiest hole in the golf course, but it's not not a gimme birdie. That pin is pre- actually pretty tough to get to, especially if, you know with a second shot. No one was getting close to that. There's one eagle there today, um, and you got to hit a 27 yard wide fairway to have any chance of hitting the green. So how about 18 being the easiest finishing hole in the history of the U.S. Open? That was sick. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess places where you have the U.S. Open, you don't have, you don't typically. Yeah, not a lot. Can't think of that many par five finishing holes. I would think of Chambers though. That that hole was super gettable. Eighteen at Chambers, wasn't it? Maybe they threw it out because it was the par four, par five combo. Oh, that may have been. That's a good point. I'm surprised Pebbles Pebbles was so sweet that they mixed up the the pars day to day. That was awesome. (laughs) Didn't the Sprawl have a finishing par? Oh, that's uh, that was PGA. It also didn't happen. That's right. That's Um, correct. Rory, did you guys yeah, fall for it today? People have said I'm, I'm, uh, I'm cutting in and out just like Rory. I'm teasing everybody <laughs> just like Rory. God, if TC can birdie these last five, man, he's he's right there. Uh, I did not fall for it today. I'm ha- I'm happy to say that 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 was a very like man. We've we've seen this movie a couple times. It sucks. Like I, I wanted it so bad, but it just. Like like we've said a couple times now, we got to start acting like this is a guy that you know has not closed one of these out in seven years, seven and a half years now. He yeah. fool me once, shame on you. Fool me sixteen times now, shame on us, shame on me. I did. I'm not falling for it. But he hasn't been close. Like this was the first time he's been close. I would say. I mean, yeah. you know, he's backdoored a bunch of them and kind of he, shot. He that. was closer. He was close. He was four under. 
uh, as he was playing the eleventh hole. He yeah. three putted. He had a good shot into eleven. He hit the shot you needed to in eleven, and just total brain brain fart three putt on there, and then turns that around and doubles twelve. Uh, and that just it was those two holes. I mean, it was over for him in like a span of twenty minutes, really, because he played bogey free through ten holes. Uh, granted, a lot of guys were kind of getting through that stretch pretty unfazed, but. Uh, it, it did feel a little bit different. You know, he made a clutch par save on 10. I don't know. You probably don't remember that because it was on 16.8% of your screen during playing through with no audio. No, that was an awesome putt. Yeah. It was. And it just, I was like, God, okay, like maybe this is this is the time. And uh, it was not. Narrator, it was not. <sighs> it's I, just frustrating, man. I don't know what it is other than just kind of like, I don't know if it's some like mental lapses or if that's too broad of a term. It's just, he, he just kind of falls asleep and does like brain dead shit at horrible times. Right. And it's yep. just, it's just missing in bad spots. It's, it's just, just gets really sloppy. And it, it, that's like exactly what you didn't see from Rom today, which I know is, is easy to say, you know, to point to the winner, but like, that's kind of the difference. He, like, he looked so, he looked so in control. Um, God, he had what, like super awkward wedge yarded it, wedge yardage in like 70, you know, 70, 75 yards on one hole. Hits it pin high and then just, I think didn't he wiped that putt, yeah, right? Didn't give and, it a chance. And that was when it was like, fuck, man, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. And I think, Sully, I think one of the things is it feels like it's, it feels like he is closer a lot because he's, he's always playing well in these things at the end, right? It's just a matter of like, he, he plays himself out of it. It may not be on Sunday, but he'll play himself out of it on Thursday or Saturday or, or something. Yeah. And then it's like all these stupid things just add up and you're like, fuck, man, like it, it if you look at the like the the totality of the seventy two holes, you're like, dude, you played well enough to win. You just yeah. gotta you just gotta cut the bullshit out. Two I had two big positive takeaways from Rory this week. One was uh, his start. I mean, th- we kind of said that in the Thursday show, but he has basically shot himself out of these immediately, and then he's playing catch up the whole week. He didn't do that this week. He, he had a pretty good start, which is a positive sign, I think, just because when you look at like you know playing these things mentally like it's got to be getting off to a big start and good start not playing yourself out of it right away has to be a massive hurdle to get over and it seemed like he got over that this week so at least that seems like a positive and two i i kind of like the like light yellow i i was in on that i thought that was i thought that was a big positive didn't i did not see that one coming good for you but uh i mean I he it. shot 67 he shot 67 yesterday and was one under through 10 today like he was having a really good weekend it was you know, it was like really one bad, two bad swing on 12. wasn't even a bad swing on 11. And it, it just still didn't seem, it still seemed hopeful. It seemed wishful. It didn't seem like Rory carrying himself, uh, you know, like with a big swinging dick. Like it just did not, it just didn't feel like that. And when he's, when he's going to be able to channel that, that's how Rom carried himself down the stretch. Like it looked like you were going to have to pry that from his hands and no one was going to take it from him. And that's that's how you close a major championship. So, um, what did you guys think of how did how did Harris Harris English's golf swing look this week to you guys? What was what was the most memorable shot you guys uh, took note of from, from well, the many? You know, kind of just like Randy, I I had heard rumors from on site that he was flushing it, but um, you could, really couldn't couldn't verify that. The only thing, only reason I was following Harris throughout the week was I had him in a heads up bet against uh, my guy Jason Kokrak, who was was gone after uh friday so yeah i can't give you too much insight uh on on harris english can't say i saw much of that uh but you know solo third 
good well, good I, for him. I got so they have like little highlights there on the US Open website. Like if you click on a player's uh hole, you can see if they, you know, had a shot televised or something like that. Uh there were four six shots of his televised today for uh, for his uh solo third finish. So. To their to their credit, and I'm sure we'll shit on them a lot. Uh <laughs> so many guys in contention today. There was a lot to keep track of today. Like there, there was like eight legitimate contenders that you had to try to track what was going on. So that 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 it, to get a little bit of a pass on, Har- on Harrison. It doesn't help when you front load the commercials. And when like you front load the commercials into where all the action is. And do a Mike Davis feature where he comes in the booth and Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, that, fly, it, that flyover is coming, by the way. That should be <laughs> it should be here any minute. That was so USGA it hurts. <laughs> like them being late, the military being late for the flyover. The military Di- isn't normally late for anything. Diana Murphy was flying one of the planes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Beth Lang. <laughs> How about uh, the streaker? Or the uh, not streaker, but the the guy on thirteen. Many people calling him a streaker, even though he had his clothes on, which See, is which is kind of stolen valor for true streakers. There was this, a streaker mentioned, and then Bone said that someone with a golf club and a couple of balls ran out in the fairway. And I thought, like for a second, I was like, "Oh my god, Bones has been waiting to make that call for his entire life." And then it turns out the guy actually did have a couple of golf balls and a golf club, and he hit nice, nice action in the great swing. Temp- if I may great say. tempo, very um, Louis esque tempo. Security guard maybe wasn't the most cart smart. Like that thing, that yeah. cart was still in motion, and he jumped out of there to tackle the guy, which great form tackle. But it could have got rolled up on, right, right up on the ACL. It would have been tough. I, I legitimately thought the guy was going to run him over. I was texting <laughs> Tron how how great would it have been if if I wish I know things are moving quickly in that scenario, but I wish the guy would have would have kind of gotten you know a little bit of a uh, uh, you know a loop going where he could have got the golf cart. If that guy gets in the golf cart, it's totally it's a complete <laughs> complete sweepstakes. It's uh, to any future. There might have been future, a flyover if that was the case. Yeah. There might have been a drone strike. What to if any, he had just gotten in the passenger seat of the golf cart, not made him even tackle him, just kind of gave himself up and said, "Hey, take me on out." Well, how good was the look where he looked like he was going to give himself up and then did the like fake crossover <laughs> drivel? I mean, that was fantastic. All this was uh, captured by citizen journalist Rich Beam, by the way, on on Instagram. So thank you to him because that was that was great. Bryson never recovered from that. That was no. he was he was six over from then on in. Just bad luck, you know. So I mean, Bryson had hit it into the muff on a few of the holes. <laughs> uh, Brooks Kepka, bogeys on sixteen and eighteen. If he doesn't, he I, he could have played that stretch in one under and gotten in at minus five. And I think it's a very different golf tournament. He they didn't show him playing eighteen, unfortunately, until he got greenside bunker. So it was kind of the drama was kind of let out of that by the time we got around to it. But uh, gosh, he kind of he made a little run there. Birdies on thirteen and fifteen, and then turned over and just hit that one left on sixteen, which I, I, I the, just no, I feel like I saw no pars coming from the left of 16 today. Like there was yeah. no chance to do anything that left. No one was making birdie on that hole, anyways. Just hit the middle of that green, two putt it, and try to Louis get the last two. Louis hit an awesome shot there. Yeah, like every like you, the announcers did a great job with that hole. Every time somebody hit the center of the green, hit it to 40 feet, it was like great shot. Like, yeah. don't get caught up on this hole today. And see, yeah, I gotta be. Good. I I watched three and a half days of the golf tournament. I can't tell you which hole 16 was. <laughs> it's a part three. part three. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Let me check. Yeah, it is. Correct. I, I sympathize with you, though. 
One birdie. Know, like I'm not. I'm not being facetious. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I legitimately couldn't couldn't remember. There were a couple on the front nine that were pretty memorable. Of course, you remember eighteen, like seventeen, eighteen, thirteen. But there's there's twelve or thirteen holes on that golf course that I just legitimately could not distinguish from one another, even if you showed them to me right now after watching golf for for four days. 11, 12, 14, 15 are all the same hole. Like they don't, they're not different holes. They just keep playing the same one. Which when is... 18 looks like 15 too. Like when Louis got to 15, I was like, oh my God, he's on 18 already? Oh no, never mind. It just looks the exact same. It looks Tom like Hoagie... it looks like 15, but if they went to like uh, Menards or Lowe's and they bought one of those plastic <laughs> landscaping ponds and, and dropped it in there. <laughs> Tom Hoagie made a 51 footer, 52 footer on, uh, on 16 today. Only birdie of the day. So... And then yeah, nobody. There's I guess a couple pars made from that left bunker, but not a good spot to be. That that nice Menards pole, Deej. Thanks. I've been uh, listen. I'm up in people want to know where I'm at. I'm up in Illinois. A uh, <laughs> lot of Menards trips recently. You can probably get that kind of thing at Meyer too, up in uh, up in Ohio. Possibly if they, there's a Meyer down the street as well. Yeah, if they have a gar- I'll have to look if they have a garden section. I'll, I'll keep the people abreast of that. <laughs> Sorry, I I gotta remind myself that this isn't the trap draw. I can't be talking about <laughs> stores and shit. Uh Morikawa, T4, uh 67, 70, 70 since uh after opening 75, shot four over. Couple, finished couple four tough back. putts there. Couple tough putts. You had a tough one there on uh, on eight. That was one that uh I'll I'll accept responsibility for and own. The the power of the jinx was uh, a strength I've never felt before was my ability to just manipulate the action today by just acknowledging somebody doing something good, no matter what something, something fell after that. A lot of people in the comments dialed into Menards. Uh, you save big money at Menards. No free ads here. Sorry, right? come on. That was a good, that was a good one. Come we got on. enough. So ads I thought you program. should have been a little bit more conscientious with the, with the Morikawa um, jinx there. I mean, you, you know, everybody knows you struggles tight. with the short putts. You know that better than anybody. He was in there tight, man. I didn't think that exactly. One was he was pouring him in <laughs> too close, 10, 12, way too close, fourteen feet. If he's inside of four and a half, it's that's the danger zone. I didn't. I, I did not see that one sneaking up on me. He's the only. He's the top guy on the leaderboard. Negative strokes game putting. Uh, so is Guido. Guido had negative strokes game putting only because he made a million things from the fringe. I think he had five strokes game around the green, which uh is accounted for if you're holding out from the fringe but i was gonna Guido's, say how are you gonna skip over my guy guido guido's going to the masters baby guido's oh, top four finish sucks. <laughs> he, need, he needs to go to fist pump camp guido was awesome i would again i don't fault them for you know not getting uh not getting enough players in there there was a lot going on but uh seeing guido's finish was great excited to see more from him he he always you, went. Will, to you, like, will you apologize? Seems like a manipulator comes over, finishes T four in the national championship. I'm not going to apologize. I've never acknowledged him as a manipulator. How did he get <laughs> he in? The Japanese guy that tied. He manipulated to get right. in. Did he? Did he get in on world world ranking, or did he get in through the uh, European Tour qualifying or whatever? I, I don't he know. finished second to. Blame. I mean, I know, but I'm not going to dignify that okay. with an answer. No, I, I'm, if he if he got in through world ranking, I, I definitely won't apologize. Uh, but if he, I'm not going to apologize no matter what. How about that? He's Great. been playing really well. He is 103rd in the world, so he got in through like the same way that Dick Bland got in. So no, I won't apologize. He didn't manipulate his way in. Okay, good. Saved that one. I can't tell you um, much, can't tell you much else about about Guido this week, but glad he's going to the Masters. I was just going to do a stat rundown. I mean, basically, Rom was just pretty much a, a ball striking force that also got it up and down pretty good. Can we talk? Off the team. 
Can we talk about Randy's? I feel like Randy's gotten a total pass uh, on saying that Rom doesn't inspire him. There's nothing interesting about Rom. He's not good. I don't get what the big deal is. Like that's a, that's, a horrible take. Let, let me ride for Randy here, and that he—I believe he said he gets no joy out of watching him play golf. Which, yeah, like, I don't think it was a criticism of Rom's skills. I think it was yeah, a criticism. Of, like, I don't Ra- know. Randy can't get excited about him. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I would encourage people to go check the tape on that. Rom plays a, and this is a compliment, one of the most boring styles of golf ever. He is like, I feel like Rom is the one of the most stock players in the world right well, you with said he's stock. like he's the video the video guy with video yeah. game guy with all the stats turned up i think right. that's a great analogy he just like his swing is so tight like he, there's not a lot of variability oh, to it there's there's not a lot of like <laughs> shot shaping and crazy stuff going on like he is i can see why he's like a computer he's like a robot generated golfer i mean he, he plays a lot of emotion of course but like his golf game is like out of a factory pretty much. So that's probably where Randy's coming from here. If I can speak for him here, uh, you know, it's horrible of you to talk about him when he's not here to defend himself, but no free, that's fair. I think that's fair game. No free ads, but like a, this isn't a free one. And B, I legitimately feel this way. A, his speed was absolutely dialed with the putter uh, all day. Like I, I felt like even the ones he had the one that would, that kind of lipped and he, and he kind of reacted to it. Um, but that thing was going by like, six or seven feet other than that i don't he think would he have did. made that if the pin was in according to the announcers so oh, okay also uh, many many people pointing out that randy's been on this block for a long time thank you guys <laughs> not, i don't uh, think that it's, then, he's not good at golf though uh, yeah. again Ra- randy's here. pretty harsh uh, sometimes paul thomas anderson weighing in randy <laughs> said quote rom stinks <laughs> and then I, I didn't read the rest of Thomas's comment there. Should we act, should we call Randy right now to see if we can get him on? Just see if we can get a magical appearance like we did during the PGA. I'm guessing he's asleep right now. It's seven eighteen. Seven eighteen. He's definitely asleep. <laughs> no, I, but like Ron, I really like that putter he's using. Not to like, I know obviously yeah. Callaway is a sponsor, but like that was the putter. That was like the Rossi, the old school. It's literally like called the OG Odyssey putter, you know, now, now in the white hot thing, but I, I don't know. It was just a clean look. Cause the ones that he was using in the past kind of freaked me out. His pace was freaking money, man. And I, I can't imagine like trying to make under pressure, trying to blend the line and speed on a downhill two straight downhill left to riders where you're playing up to eight feet of break to nail both of those under pressure. I don't know how you simulate that. I don't know how you prepare yourself for that moment. So, um, what's, uh, what's next or is it, do we circle back on Tory? Did any minds change on, uh, on, on Tory Pines, the drama that unfolded this week, uh, today, you know, leaderboard Twitter, did they went out here where what's anything, anything to, I believe our takes are well documented, but anything to kind of wrap it up now after what we saw on Sunday. Well, I'll go back to, again, someone can check me word for word here, but I think we were pretty pretty deep on the block, pretty entrenched on the block of Tory stinks. It's going to be a really boring two, three days, and it's probably going to give us a really good leaderboard, and the good leaderboard is going to give us a good finish, right? I mean, I, I don't think that's shocking at all, and I had a blast, actually, watching today. I, I, I thought it was really Correct. fun watching the back nine. I don't think like I think that would have been fun on any golf course. So that would be my only thing for leaderboard Twitter and like oh Tory delivers again is like I think with that leaderboard any course delivers and I guess I would rather ramp up the course to be a little bit more interesting. I mean it's but just like I had, time, I had a great time watching today. 
like Firestone always had a great leaderboard. Yeah. Uh, Bay Hill always had a great leaderboard when the cat was playing. Like it's always, you know, Tory always has good fields for farmers. Uh, obviously, obviously U.S. Opens. Yeah, but it's like it's it it identifies a skill set that the best players in the world have, which yeah. good on Tory, right? Um, but I, I thought Thursday and Friday were painfully boring. I'd say a specific skill set, right? It's not a broad. It doesn't yeah. require a broad set of skills. Well, the, or or a, yeah, a diverse set of skills, or or so, like it's it's just asking you the same question right. over and over and over again, right? Which tends and, to trend, like, which is very PGA Tour like, which a leaderboard is going to end up looking a lot like the OWGR in that in that regard. Whereas like a British Open style course to the other end of the extreme has a lot of randomness in it. I think like there there's a lot more variability. There's a lot more chance of a different playing style being able to compete there. But it was. I mean, it was horses. It's all bombers. By the time you get to through thirty through seventy two holes of this, I mean, who is the shortest hitter up there near the top? I don't even like don't Mackenzie even... Hughes. And when he hit a, a a slinging draw into the first, you know, first hole, tucked right pin. I'm like, fuck, this is not going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> not, that was a, that was t- that was a tough look. What what I will say, and a lot of this is due to you know Rory and and Bryson kind of uh, shit in the bed down the stretch, but the leaderboard is not going to age very well. So that kind of makes me feel a little bit better about about Tory. People yeah. aren't going to be able to point. They're not going to be able to point back to this and be like, oh my god, this was the best leaderboard ever. Look at this: John Rahm, Louis, Harris English, Guido Migliazzi, Brooks, Colin Morikawa, Brandon Grace, Daniel Berger, Paul Casey, Xander, who was kind of mostly irrelevant today, Scotty Scheffler. Then you get to Rory, Francesco, Russell Henley, etc. So it. And it, if I may the, say, the final like, look was not quite as sexy as it as it actually was in in real time. Probably a bunch of stuff happened on the front, and that was fun. But like for the most part, the back did not. Tory did not deliver. Like it, you know, Rom made a couple putts on the last couple of holes. I well, I don't it, credit Tory with either of those. Like it delivered it, in that a bunch of guys spontaneously combusted, which was kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I'll go but back it was last night. It's like a blank. It's like a blank canvas, right? And anything yeah. can happen on a blank canvas. Like you can make magic happen on a blank canvas. It, the course kind of gets out of the way and lets the players shine. Which for some people, that's what they want to see. Um, I, like my favorite part about it was when it started showing that like it's actually a muni. When the guys slipped on, like when Bryson slipped on thirteen T, that was awesome. Uh, when like the the uh, the ball almost goes into the the box of Stella on, <laughs> on Bryson's like that's shit that happens at a Muni, you know? Um, I, I, bringing this in here, James house 99 said, uh, you talk about the free drops going to be maybe forgotten that Rom pumped one OB and got a free drop. Like he did. He was playing the ninth hole as if that was OB hits it over there, finds out it's not OB and gets a free drop and turns that into a par on on nine. That's a different golf tournament if that ball is actually OB. JT was in this thing till he pop, popped one OB on 10. Uh, but that's something that may get lost to history is just remembering that Rom did that. Never forget. Uh, you, you had a, I feel like we need, a, to reform, we need to reform the free drop stuff. Like that oh needs God. to be on the, on the commissioner for a day. Like that, that needs to be on the platform along with the arm lock putting and the greens books. And connecting the pond on 18 to the Pacific Ocean. 
all yeah. that stuff. McKenzie right, also should have we... played that ball from the tree, which would have been sick. He would have. Yeah. Um, before I forget this, one last uh, – before we go un- uninterrupted to finish here, brought to you by our friends at Rapsodo. Rapsodo.com slash NLU, promo code NLU, $100 off a mobile rangefinder – or sorry, a mobile uh, launch monitor. This is only good through June 22nd. Midnight of June 22nd, this deal expires. NLU, promo code $100 off, Rapsodo.com slash NLU. Uh, very accurate mobile launch monitor trying to get it out here. This is the size of it, right? I've told you about it. It's the size of a rangefinder. It fits right on the side of your bag. Uh, it's the, the mobile launch monitor app from Rapsodo automatically tracks your stats. It stores video shot tracer. It helps you with your club gapping. It tells you if you feel like you're gaining speed, if you're trying to gain some speed, it'll tell you if you actually are. Uh, I'm working on a couple things with some speed sticks and stuff like that. And I'm actually seeing a little bit of progress here. Uh, which is it's fun to get that feedback. It's fun to know exactly how ball, how far your ball flies. It's actually been a lot. It's helpful to learn that like, hey, well, even when I hit two shots that feel the same, they might go five yards difference. That might help explain when, when I get out on the golf course, like just inconsistency in my ball striking. I don't spin the ball the same every time. Uh, even if it feels the same, it's good to learn like where your shot patterns are, where your variability is. At the end of your practice session, it shows you where you hit all your balls. You can learn a lot from those trends by pulling everything, by pushing everything. So rapsodo.com slash NLU promo code NLU $100 off only good through June 22nd. So get on it right now. Rapsodo.com. It's a sweet device. I got two things. It's a sweet device and I can't believe it's like that cheap. And also, uh, Solly, I wouldn't say it's, it's progress is a straight line for you on the speed training. Cause as of last weekend, you were having trouble walking. Oh yeah, I hurt myself. (laughs) Just one day. That was because of the flight. I hurt my hip because I've been getting it after it too hard in the gym. But hell yeah, ball was flying. Ball was flying. (laughs) So uh, is tomorrow six twenty two? Yeah. What is the date tomorrow? Tomorrow six twenty one. Twenty one. Tomorrow six twenty one. Tuesday at midnight. It expires. So get on that. Um, you guys want me to apologize for Russell Henley? It was not good. Yes, it's time for apologies. Let's get. I think you rode for him a little too hard. I rode for him a little too hard. it wasn't good. It wasn't when I saw him uh, go directly at that short-sided pin on uh, number one from the right rough. I was like, oh, this could either be really good or really bad today. Uh, it turned out to be really bad. So I'm, I'm happy to uh, happy to apologize. Uh, I thought you guys were going to have to apologize to me when he almost made an ace on number three. Uh, but alas, uh, was not meant to be. But glad still, you know, for all of my aforementioned Russell Henley, uh, Russell Henley takes on the podcast this week i'm i'm glad he got a little more run this week hopefully he'll be a little less anonymous as he's playing some really good golf how's that how's that for an apology i'll go ahead and apologize for mackenzie hughes okay uh who who did beat bryson dechambeau uh today um so you know i I don't really know why i'm apologizing because solly should have to apologize for bryson i will apologize for bryson he was my pick going into it he was my pick last night he did not win the tournament he was close really close Couple balls bounce different on that back nine. Who knows? But you know, we could be talking about Bryson's perspective here, not Rom's perspective. So, <laughs> I love the back nine. 45? 40, 44. 44. That could have been 34 so it, easily. What, it could have been 46 if they gave him a two stroke penalty for slow play. That's true. <laughs> what one under bogey golf on that back nine, uh, which I got to think a lot of people would take at Tory Pines. You know, it feels very, uh, very in touch with the uh, with the public out there. Oh, so if I have a 42 inch TV, that's small, but 44 is all, all of a sudden a big number for Bryson to shoot on the back nine exactly so inconsistent for you guys uh guys i'd like to take a victory lap on something i believe you would of course you would 
Oh, well, I mean, I'm you know the Rom stuff. We've 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 litigated that. Where were you when DC that. picked Rom to win the tournament? No, where were you? Picked, I also picked Rom. Where were you when 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 TC picked Lee Westwood to finish ahead of Richard Bland? <laughs> <laughs> Beat him by one for the tournament. Beat him by one today. That plus means he must have played bad. Eight. I was going to say that means he must have played like shit today. Shot seventy seven <laughs> today. Bland shot seventy eight. Mm. So. Hated it that. is it is wild to see Bryson's back nine score. Just be like, man, a couple couple bounces just just didn't go my way. It's like, yo, you shot forty four. Like, how does that? That sounds like a lot of bounces didn't go your way. But I I don't know. I guess that's he also that's got US totally Open. He, he pluribus unum, baby. <laughs> From many bounces, one score. Um, he got crowned a couple times in like dry, trampled down rough too. I mean. That was that was something where like going back to the the whole thing about Tory, there's some of those cliff sides and some of those edges of greens that like if you miss left on the cliff side, you should be like 400 yards down the cliff and it just sits there in a bunker or in long grass. It's so frustrating. I mean, the, yeah, the golf course is not a major championship golf course. It's just not for those exact reasons. I mean, balls just stopping in rough. It's just it was really frustrating to just like watch guys blow it way right. Like, oh, the announcer is, oh, this one's going way right, where he will suffer absolutely no consequences at all for this tee shot. Actually, it turns out Bryson's aiming over there. I was gonna say there are a couple where you got over there and you're like, whoa, that's actually he's got a great angle there. Great lie, great angle. Yeah, left pin, yeah. way down the right. Like, oh shit, he sat there all four days. Maybe that's just part of his strategy there. Right. Um, and for all the for all the coverage takes that we had this week, I will say they 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 delivered the drama on the rom. Uh, they delivered the goods on rom on both seventeen and eighteen. Especially like I feel like they're super good at conveying excitement when something exciting happens, uh, and super good at quickly getting into multiple replays that help set the scene for like what we just witnessed, right? And help document that moment for like why we invested time to watch this. I felt that today, at least on 18. It was like, all right, shit, that's maybe I didn't need to watch like every hour of this tournament, but that felt like validating that I did that because we got delivered that moment at the end. So they know the moment and they know how to, they know how to handle the moment. They know when the moment is going to be like, I feel like that was, that was pretty interesting. I just, it's just a lot of, I just wish things were different and getting to the moment sometimes. I would say that, literally everything else was bad, but but that. So, <laughs> well, and that that's where I, I do want to be at least a little self aware or self effacing that like maybe this isn't meant to watch you know forty hours of coverage straight. Like we are we are judging it through that lens where it's but like straight man, up. Man, I watched watch. I watched this for thirteen hours straight and I was super bored. And it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't watch it for thirteen hours straight. Maybe that's but not what it's just built say for. You watched it, you know, yesterday and today, just when it was on NBC. I I probably feel pretty similarly, right? I watched it with some uh, very, I would say, casual golf fans, somewhat serious golf fans. And yeah, they were uh, shocked, shocked and appalled by the uh, commercial load early without I was kid was not even saying anything about it. So well, it's I, like you say you're not meant to watch it for 40 hours, but like literally any of the one hours that you would have watched in that first 26 were off like we're awful. No, like, I'm with. I'm you know with what you. I mean? Yeah, it's for not sure. like there was oh, just early in the day, and then when it, you know in the evenings it was good. And I, I'll argue that point too. Like when ESPN does it, I never feel like oh, I should not have watched that for yeah. eight hours because they deliver. Like they make it feel like a major sporting event. So and you would I think mean, there's we're, we're like they're backwards in innovation. We don't have okay. scoreboards on the screen. 
Yeah, yeah like the, the translucent scoreboard, you would think that ESPN's under pretty similar constraints in certain certain spots. Um, I don't know. It's just so frustrating, too, when, like, sometimes I think the NBC broadcast is starting to feel a little bit more self-serving than it used to, right? Where, like, CBS is really good at being self-serving and doing a Faldo fluff piece or something like that. But I feel like NBC's done a couple things with Jimmy Roberts and with um, – you know, Mike Davis today, some of that's USGA, but it's just like, man, this is, this is really ill-timed. This is not serving the audience. It's hard to know how much of that stuff too, is just like production breaks also, right? Where it's like, all right, let's run. We've been on the air for eight hours. Like let's run this Jimmy Roberts four minute thing. So guys can go take a piss. But it's so poorly timed. Like you gotta, you gotta know the cadence and you gotta know the flow and you know, of, of the tournament. Right. Can't, you can't give me six commercial breaks an hour and that be like, oh, we need a break. Like yeah. we, we haven't taken any breaks. I, I love I like some feedback in the chat. Just simple question. Did, was the coverage of the U.S. Open by NBC good? I just want to see yes or no answers. I don't need more than that. But just as many just to see if we're off on this was the coverage. Yes or no. Good. I just would like to see. <laughs> and what, I don't want a bunch of people in the Twitter mentions tomorrow. Like, oh, my God, you guys banged on the on, all you guys did on the podcast was bang on the coverage and bang on Tory. Like. Let's talk. Let's talk about some more stuff. Let's talk about the rest of the tournament because I think there's, you know, like we. I don't think we're belaboring it, right? We're just kind of summing up the week. Maybe not everybody listened to, you know, all four of the recap pods this week. Right. Um, I, I my Hamsterdam would. I don't know if we're in Hamsterdam. Mine would be limited to. It, it's just. It's one billion percent commercials for me. It's yeah. just commercial load dictates everything. It's way too many commercials. Then you get like you have to run all those, so then you get behind, and it's just you can't do anything, and, and it's just it's miserable, man. And it makes me like I, I don't know how much clearer I can say it. It makes me feel like a complete jackass for tuning yeah. in. You're the it mark. Makes me, it makes me mark. feel like a complete goon for. Yeah. And then like, and the USGA is fine and and whatever, but the idea of like a watching a bunch of commercials today for the u.s women's open which happened what two weeks ago now mm-hmm. uh was sick Two, uh all the u.s all the constant like straight out of the pj tour playbook just like the commercials of you should totally watch the u.s open it's like man i'm fucking trying to please get off the screen i'm literally trying to watch the u.s open and three the idea of like sitting through all those commercials and then having a commercial that's like, man, you should send a check to the USGA. Join as a member. Come on. You can, we'll send you a bag tag. It's like, dude, get, please go away. Just please show me the golf. Uh, that's that's all I got. I think there's no way there's not a conversation that happens, hopefully, within this next week between the USGA and NBC. Like, USGA cannot be pleased with how their product was presented. Like, it, it was honestly, like, worse than a PGA Tour event, it felt like. And you, if this event's going to stand out, you can't go to a PGA Tour course and have the broadcast look like a PGA Tour event. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I've bitched about it in the past, but at this point, I, I, I would say, like, the Lexus, when they had the cars staged on the course at certain places before, Put a fucking car in the middle of the lake at Tory <laughs> sure. 18. Like straight up. If that means I don't have to watch two or three more commercials, do it. Right. Drive the but, players from hole to hole in a fucking car if you have to. I, I also the last thing I gotta make fun of the augmented reality thing, because that's truly a question nobody's nobody's no asking. You know, uh, what nobody, a massive waste of like, waste of time. Or the all the cameras on what was that? The six T box? Yeah, 88 cameras or whatever. Again, no one's but, asking for that. Uh, I mean, at least that's somewhat additive, but like the the augmented reality stuff is so like not to go. God, 
just when I was out, man, you guys <laughs> you, you, you drag me back in. But what I was going to say is I was, it hit me this week. So I think I was texting you about this, but like people want to know why the masters, it, like why people trip over themselves to praise the masters and why they love the masters and, and all this stuff, despite the fact that Augusta national is basically like cartoon villains, like just complete, like, rich like guys propaganda literally like nazi germany like <laughs> ivory tower just like yeah. and everyone's like god those those guys are so cool man but the reason is because they're constantly like answering questions that fans are asking like hey how do i customize my streaming cool let us build a product for that for you hey how do i see less commercials cool let's figure that out for you hey how do you know how do i get cheaper snacks boom we'll figure that out how do i get good merch how do i get great like social media that's additive and makes me want to watch the tournament like they nail all of those things and it just feels like i mean you could throw a lot of you know golf organizations i'd say most golf organizations into this bucket of just constantly habitually answering questions that fucking nobody's asking <laughs> nobody needs an augmented reality app to relive the 2008 us open that is so clearly something you did because deloitte had a bunch of money to spend and you're just looking for a way to flush it down the toilet it, like it just does not make any sense to me and uh, i'm sorry to all the big ar heads out there i'm sure in 20 years augmented reality is going to be unbelievable but like right now it's it's fucking Google Glass, and it's just constantly like, "Yo, I, I don't need this. I don't need this. Please, just give these, give this commercial time back. It makes no sense to me." Mm. I would just hope that the USGA, there's some, there's some, there's a fresh set of eyes up top, starting like this week, right? Is it end of the year or is it this week? I thought this was just my. Oh, I think it was Davis's this summer. last U.S. Open. Okay, well, yeah, no, I, I, I think I think this was kind of hey through the U.S. Open or through through kind of June and then like into July, it's, it's Mike Wan's show. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not painting him to be a miracle worker, but I think at least the guy listens and at least the guy uh, is very like a little bit more keen to like what his, and I, I'm not even saying that this is Mike Davis's fault. Right. But um, it, it just seems like there's a, there's a, there's a certain disconnect there be, between, you know, what the USGA is doing and what golf fans want to see. I see all your jokes in the chat about my TV. The range finders <laughs> are given away. Okay, you, you can't make the same joke three days no, later. The, the people are the right. Finder. The TV's fucking small. It's forty-two it's, inches. This is a distorted I know, that's camera. Small. That's it's not small. that small. You can, you can buy like a you can buy like a sixty-inch TV at at Costco or Walmart or Target or on Amazon. To be like fair, he stopped. He, he stopped using his TV. Now he broadcasts his TV down onto his desk table. <laughs> I'm using the AR. Come yeah, on. he's 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 limited twenty forty, man. <laughs> this is Hannah's old TV. It's our backup TV. I don't even watch it very often. It's, it's decorative. Don't let, him, don't let him. Don't let him shave you, Sally. I, I might get a smaller one. <laughs> <laughs> even Randy got a big TV now. In the main room, we have a big one. All right, uh, Daniel Berger, top ten. That was that was sneaky, and I, I would have liked to have seen him play the golf tournament a little bit. Brandon Grace, top ten as well. Uh, Scotty Scheffler didn't really get much going this weekend, but I'd say what didn't feel like an out of body week at all for him, and he's top ten in a major. That's probably a good sign for him. Uh, anyone else that we? Uh, Matt Wolf, tough day today, tough weekend for him. That that was kind of, I don't know, not that it's it's a uh, pat yourself on the back thing, but I think what we were kind of saying about Wolf is like, dude, imagine how tough it is going to be to come in your first time playing in two months and be extremely consistent on four incredibly demanding rounds. Like yeah. that's just it's it's not going to happen. So the fact that he came back, the fact that he had 
a couple good rounds, put himself in contention. was fucking awesome. It was great to see him back. I know I said this last night, but like maybe the most watchable guy in the field, like put, put Matt Wolf on my TV constantly. Can't get enough. It was, it was awesome to see him back. Hmm. Guys. I, I, I think we, we could have had a scare today from Paul Casey. Nah, we've seen that movie before. Yeah. Too. I wasn't worried. He, he he made what did he go bogey double right on time that was or, right or even model. just just too involved too late right where he's taking airtime away from other people Harding oh, Park thought, thought Harding Park was very scary I thought you were gonna say maybe we we're gonna see a shot of his live which I I contend I don't think I've ever seen a Paul Casey shot live it's all on tape delay <laughs> it's all they catch up with him when he's already hit the shots <laughs> they were showing shots of his from the 2008 US Open pretty much yeah uh, Guys, Daniel Berger I had no he finished T seven. I had zero clue. I just told you that <laughs> ninety seconds ago. My, my fucking internet keeps cutting in and out, so you're 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 kind of you're kind of you're kind of glitching. In God, Brian Roberts is so deep in your ass right now. How about this? No, the Comcast guy. Oh, oh, Brian Roberts. <laughs> I was thinking the second baseman for the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles back in the day. Oh, if he, if and Brian, you thought if he was you, in the chat. <laughs> yeah, Brian, if you're listening, um, uh, love, love to talk to you about some of those early 2000s Orioles teams. <laughs> How about this? Uh, Taylor Montgomery made the cut in the U.S. Open this week, and it could cost him his PGA Tour card. He went from 24th to 28th in the standings because he didn't go to Wichita this week. Oh. That tweets from Joshua Perry, 22. Oof. That's wild. Uh, get all right. that figured out, right? You should not have to decide between going to the U.S. Open and going to a Corn Ferry event. Especially, year, especially if years they, ago, it wasn't an issue. I don't think. I don't think they they scheduled anything against it. But I think it was an issue three years ago. Yeah. And, especially uh, if they don't have an event like the players is an off week, right? Like they don't schedule a Corn Ferry Tour event against the players, and, but they do schedule it against the U.S. Open, which is kind of a bummer. But I get why it happens. But it's I would probably I would give the Corn Ferry Tour a break this year. Of all years, that's right? true. They're they're trying to duct tape it together. Yeah. Uh, mm. Did you guys say anything about Molinari? <laughs> no, <laughs> have not. Okay. No, go off. Flag Molinari. <laughs> no, I just figured uh, he's starting to play some good golf again. Yeah. Even par for the week. Even par final round. Yeah, um, that three rounds of par or better, and only got t thirteen out of it. That's got to be pretty frustrating. So. He's had a couple <laughs> top tens lately on 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 tour, so it, it seems like signs of life. He's moved to uh, he's moved to Southern California, right? Right. I think I feel like we've been up in the air on this, whether it's San Francisco <laughs> or L.A. I think it is. No, LA. he was gonna. He had joined Cal Club, and I think now he now he's down in L.A. He's so, play, I think he's playing at Riv, is what I heard. His wife got to San Francisco and was like, "This sucks. It's too cold here. Let's get out of here." Seems so. like something a pretty simple Google search could have <laughs> could have sorted out, but whatever. A bunch of hitters at T19, Patrick Reed, Sergio Garcia, Charles Schwartzel, Brian Harmon, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and Dustin Johnson. Which are you, you going to apologize for DJ? T19. You no. think Spieth is too far back right now? <laughs> Spieth is just, he's <laughs> trending. He's on his way. If they would, he just ran out of holes. I think. He really <laughs> they would have, they would have played one more round. I mean, it would have been interesting. I mean, take are you going to apologize for JT? Absolutely not. I had I, I called. I could not have been less like needing an apology for his major record. Every week, we every major we make fun of his major record. I'm not going to apologize even remotely. Like what's I don't the know. Deal? I don't know. He had was on in line for one of his best showings, and he piped that ball OB today, and we never saw him again. So will you ask him? I can ask him. Sure. Ask him what's Hey, hey man, what, what's your what's your fucking deal? What's your deal, man? Uh, are you going to apologize to Rikuya Hoshino? Why would I do that? To him or for him? No, to him. To him. 
Why would I apologize to him? Finish T26. Tied with Bryson. <laughs> Will you apologize? I tweeted that he was tied with Bryson. I gave him a shout out. Uh, TC, I, I got a question for you. Someone uh, on Twitter had a really good point. Does Was the Henley thing, uh, was it that he, he was hunting too big a game today? And he needs to go back to McKenzie? Kind of the, no, Russell Henley. You know, you, you mentioned that he's, he's kind of a... Uh, He's more of like a squirrel and kind of possum, yeah. like more small rodents. Anything, anything you want to say to him in that regard? Yeah, I think he was hunting like he was on like on, on a safari today. He got <laughs> and the freaking rhinoceros or a hippopotamus like charged the vehicle. <laughs> he should have, should have stuck to the kookaburras. <laughs> what? Well, whereas, whereas like... and then Mackenzie Hughes, his ball gets stuck up in a tree. He's up in a up right, in a deer yeah. blind or a uh, you know a deer stand up there. It might you be know? a crackhead. <laughs> got into the I wrong got, stuff. I don't think into the wrong stuff. How outrageous that was. The ball hits the cart path and then it just never comes down. And, it, and then they have to identify it. And they're like, wait, well, like we saw it go up there, but we got, we, we're not sure if it's there or not. Right. Cause the it's ball came out of the tree. There was like, uh, there's a, a video of the, uh, that somebody sent of a ball, a ball came out when his ball came out, when, when he hit the tree. But I guess it was his ball that was up in the tree. So it was like it's like a first in, first out. I guess it was. <laughs> I guess it must have been. But uh, yeah, that's that was a, that was a tough break because he had just birdied. He had just birdied ten, right? Or yeah. yeah, he had just got himself back. Birdied nine and ten to get back into it, and uh, that was that was a tough break. Great week for him, man. It was uh, obviously it, it. You know, six over today is not going to look pretty, but that's a hell of a hell of a run at the U.S. Open. I got a shout out. Chris Baker, T26. That's a big, big week for him. Part of the, uh, part beat, of the burrito gallery up in North yeah, Florida. A lot of points he for beat, that. He beat Lonto today. They were they were paired together in the Jack's Beach uh, Sunday Dra- game. Jack's Beach birdie <laughs> challenge at Torrey Fines. <laughs> Lonto shot five over. Baker shot – or sorry, Lonto shot four over. Baker shot two over today. Um, and then uh, it's good to see Martin Keimer playing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially after a tough first round, right? 77 in the first round battles yep. back t26 hmm, man what do you what are you guys gonna remember the most about this tournament rombo aside i mean the, the finish aside i was gonna say rom pretty easy is, is pretty easy can we call uh, him rombo now is that deserve does i hate that it? it's it's matriculating in it's this was such a like god this is such a force of will this was not a thing until the brands got involved and started pushing this this idea that everyone calls I think him rombo. It was- when he went, when he played the Phoenix Open, and he and he, he had a Arizona Sun Devils jersey. And yeah, well, Rombo he calls himself Rombo, but I don't, <laughs> I've never heard anybody else call him that. Uh, I probably remember. Hmm, I probably remember Richard Bland. That I was fun. I honestly had forgot about him to this moment. Yeah. I had forgotten <laughs> that that happened. That was. Uh, it lasted like a, a good nine holes yesterday too. That was just a a tough, tough la- final twenty seven holes. But um, that's a that's a good. I, I think I'll co-sign that. That was that was great. I don't know. I don't know what else it would be. Honestly, I'm trying to think. I think I'll yes. remember the action today. I mean that that was a true like you know load up the load up the GIF cannon there for about an hour of just like birdie here, birdie here, this action here. Couldn't keep up with it. Uh, it whiffs was, of uh, whiffs of with that back nine of Chambers Bay. Yeah, it kind of had Harding Park vibes too, of yeah. just like you know people going out and getting it. And the back nine did not keep up with that, but uh, gosh, that was 
that was it felt like a golf tournament for the first time i think today but uh yeah. anything else lpga nelly uh, cordelin yeah I think, I think randy you know she's starting to sniff around a little bit i think randy's randy's on his heels a little bit there he's he's very very non-plused by 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 nelly called her well it's time for a mate like we, we're rolling into kpmg women's pga week coming up here it, it's time for her to get one like it's time athletic should be a great great I would course think so. for her, she's got to be the favorite right i would think um but yeah matt not a great day from madeline our young young hitter today but she'll be she'll be back seems like she's trending right now um big big win on the on the corn ferry this week by uh proper english bloke is it Harry Hall? That's correct. Just the Callaway guy. Really, Shout out to him. Yeah, really, uh, really interesting look he's got. Like the English Bryson look, almost. <laughs> anything else from the world of golf this week? Or uh, anything else we're missing from, we, from US We Open talked week? about it last night a little bit. Uh, the uh, amateur. Oh, we lost DJ. Oh, he's coming back. I, I, haven't, I haven't caught up on, uh, on, on, the, on the British amateur. Take us there. Oh my gosh, dude. It was, I watched some of it on streaming. Uh, hold on. I gotta look, I gotta look up the guy's name. It was two, like two of the most English names or British names you could possibly, possibly can't be imagine. More, can't be more British than Ashley Chesters. <laughs> Ashley Chesters. <laughs> um, no, but the one guy, he was down, uh, he was down eight holes. He was eight down through, through, through the first 18 and he was four down with four to play. And he comes back and wins in 38 holes. Uh, just an absolute triumph of the human spirit. So at Nairn, um, one of our favorite golf courses in Scotland. Yeah, Laird, Laird Shepherd. Uh, he beat his his compatriot Monty Scosil or Scousil. Um, but yeah, and great great display of sportsmanship afterwards. Like you could tell, both guys were kind of you know, kind of gave it their all. We were totally moved by it. 36 hole finals are sweet. I think it's a, that's what the U S open should do. Instead of an 18 hole playoff, it should be a 36 hole playoff match play situation, match play 36 okay. holes. That'd be awesome. I mean, because like, come on, Mike, Juan, I know you're listening. This guy, he was eight down after 18 holes. Do you know how fucking demoralizing? That <laughs> I can't be? go back out after being eight down. <laughs> and then he, and then he comes back and, and like, it, you know, it, it sounded like it was a little bit of the other guy not playing well and, and a lot of this guy just playing really, really solid golf. And and then it starts to build, it starts to build, it starts to build. And then sure enough, just a, just a you know, epic uh, last two or three holes there. So uh, no, but it sounded like Nairn, Nairn played awesome. Uh, they've done a lot of improvements and changes to the course and um, sounded like you know, just showed really well for the course. And that's a place I love. They, they appreciate their golf and their golf history there. So uh, cool for them to get a, a proper finish. How about this? We get an open championship next month. We haven't had one in two years. Like I am so freaking excited. It's amazing how much, how much more jacked up for a tournament you get having missed one the prior year. Like, I feel like I've forgotten what watching Lynx golf looks like. I haven't watched a Lynx golf tournament in, and I don't even remember when the last time it was. Uh, and, and it's in a link and a linksy 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 course too like a rub of the green course quirky that, you know, yeah yeah that's gonna be so, a blast but kind of I, yeah I, kind of the opposite of a tory right where like i don't yes. think we heard a single complaint about anything from any of the players this week which is an issue i agree I, i'm not exactly. i'm not an extremist like you and randy are with like 
you know, it's got to be pain. It's got to be, you know, whatever you guys were saying about Wingfoot, I will not concede on. But like, there's got to be a little bit of something that made players really uncomfortable this week. It was, especially if it's a golf course they know really well, like something's got to freaking look different. I mean, they moved like, they moved on like maybe five of the holes, they moved one T box, a T box one day. That's it. The rest they played. And when they did out. that, for the most part, those those holes played cool. Right? Yeah, like, like a variable of some kind. They moved yeah. seventeen T to the left T today, and look what happened. Like it ended up maybe affecting the golf tournament. So, yeah, um, I would say also, guys, guys, brutal brutal scene over here. You lost power. lightning and thunder. <laughs> power flickered. Router went down. I'm streaming to my from my tethered to my phone right now. Just it's brutal. Effort. It's tough out here, man. It's tough. What an effort. Uh, you're just. In I just. Dis- I totally disagree with what you guys were saying. Of course you do. You're just in time because I'm going to request another apology from TC. <laughs> Toto. Mm. Got, uh, all right. One last thing on Tory. <laughs> One last thing on Tory. I do think that they. I thought the firmness and speed of the greens was was good all week. I thought they, like they didn't have to pull back on anything. And I know they had marine layer all weekend, and it was kind of foggy and cloudy and all that. So I, I think that kind of may have crowned them a little bit, but. That was my big issue last year was just that they didn't like the course played so unevenly Thursday versus Friday. And you can say that with wind and all that, but at least this year, like it, it played relatively consistently. And I feel like the, the challenge escalated each day, you know, pretty, pretty progressively. Uh, now, as far as Toto goes, yes. Like Toto, did he shit his pants today and did their, uh, did their, did their engineers shit their pants today? Absolutely. Is Botas a disgrace? Yes, absolutely. Both well, both of those things well, can be Botos true. called a shot today. This is not on Botos. Don't give me any of that today. He's a malcontent. Was was Louis on a one stop strategy? Many people are asking. Mm. Should Louis, Louis pit it? Yeah, no, Louis, Louis should have pitted. Louis should have pitted. Got completely lapped by Rom. God, like Hardo F one Twitter got in my ass this morning. I was, at, I was <laughs> well. You came in day. with a very hot take. Which I was, was on. I was yeah, but it was meant for like our golf, you know, our kind of <laughs> casual F one. Wasn't meant for anybody. Hardo F one Twitter comes in, and I'm at I'm at uh, I'm at Father's Day brunch, and all of a sudden I'm just, my, you know my phone's just melting. I got I got a guy from Hungary in my ass. I got a guy for, just all all sorts of people just just climbing down my throat like I yelling. Believe, I believe me. I believe what you said was uh, Lewis Hamilton should have pitted and beat the shit out of Botas. Is that what you said? <laughs> That was among other things, yeah. <laughs> did you get did you get the F1 data boys in your mention? <laughs> I did. I did. They they called me Lulu fanboys and uh, <laughs> you know, all sorts all sorts of derogatory stuff. Uh, you know, but I tried to unite everybody again and I just said, "Hey, like listen, I know I have some bad F1 takes. I'm new to this new to the game. I've only been watching 2 or 3 years. Like I, you know, I don't know what I don't know." But at the same time, I feel like we can all be united in the fact that you that Ferrari was a complete fucking disgrace today. That's a, I mean, that's a distraction from Christian Horner just pantsing your boy Toto today. Just, just Horner was yeah driving the strategy. It was a great great move, and it just needed to be needed to be saluted. He couldn't wipe the smirk off his face after after today's. Listen, race. do you guys want to apologize for hating on Checo? 
the oh, little Checo, just Checo's literally on my team. He was yeah, my first pick. No in the one, draft. <laughs> very much I mean, a Max nobody. Is, Max is on my team, so nobody. Like, what would you say about Checo? Huh? What 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 yeah. you say about Checo? You guys were talking all sorts of shit about him when he was on Racing Point. Now now no, he's we on the talking shit spot. about Racing Point. We all were <laughs> down with Checo. He's very clearly a very very good racer. Uh, uh, there's a reason that Mercedes is listening about us because he's a malcontent and he's always bitching about everything. But if are you bitching about something if you're right? Like he told them we need to be no, on it's a like the boy that it's like the boy who cried wolf. That was very funny. Like they were the, they the boy never cried Toto. If I will. never heard them apologize to to Botas. <laughs> like uh because Lewis got mad on the on the on the horn as well. And they're like, Yep, this one this one's on us, Lewis. And I was hoping they'd cut to like uh Botas be like, Yeah, hey what's guys, the two, what the hey, fuck? fuck off, Valtteri, man. Just yeah. go race your damn car, all right? Yeah, just play better. <laughs> Another good result for for Pierre. Pierre's uh Pierre's in good place right now. Uh my man. Uh, Yuki, Stinks. my beautiful boy Yuki. I'm I'm a little bit concerned right now. Good reason to be concerned. It sounds like um, TC, but but I'm I'm late in doing this. But of course, a happy Father's Day to you to you and uh, thank you and and I hope you had a wonderful day with the boys. Uh, I'm off to uh, Atlanta tomorrow, heading up for the KPMG Women's PGA this week. Stoked about that. Got a great pod coming out Tuesday with uh, Tuesday night um, uh, with Stacy Lewis, one of my favorite LPGA pods we've ever done. If I'm if I may overhype it, uh, she was just freaking fantastic. Awesome perspective on uh, hashtag perspective on on motherhood, motherhood. and uh, <laughs> the things that go into balancing the differences between uh, what we're used to, the storylines we're used to on the men's side versus the women's side. I thought I found the conversation riveting. So. Got a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff in the hopper. Might have a video with myself and uh, U.S. Open champion John Rom. Maybe what? we'll roll. Maybe we'll roll that out. What? Have you guys seen that video? Yeah, I should have sent it to you. Uh, we no, got that. I think I've seen that one. We got that in the hopper. Uh, we got some more film rooms in the hopper. We've got we've got all maybe going on a little trip here to maybe capture some content next mm. week. Uh, mm. We'll see, man. We'll see. Lots of lots of good stuff. The chefs the chefs are cooking right now. It's amazing I'm how much playing. more content we can we can create when there's not a major championship going on. Let's get Very these majors true. in the rear Very view. True. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be up in the Northeast this week, um, playing some golf Wednesday, Thursday. It's on a, and, on a bye week, playing yeah, some golf. Yeah. I'll be on an island in the Northeast playing some golf, and then then uh, yeah, out to Denver. Uh, I got a wedding in Boston, and then out to Denver uh, on Monday. We've got our BMW uh, uh, drive for the Cup. Uh, tournament out there at Lakewood on mon- uh, a week from tomorrow or a week from Monday. So awesome. Well, boys, uh, I think it's time to put another major championship uh, week in the books. Uh, it was a fun one. Thanks everyone for tuning into the live shows all week. If you did so, thank you everyone for roasting my TV. Uh, I will be putting a new 60 inch on the company account just so I, my, uh, I can stay focused during the live shows. And uh, if you yeah, don't get I- a smaller TV for back there, then the, the comments are too far in your head. You okay. should get a box TV, like like one of the yeah. rear projection. <laughs> Hell yeah. Really, really piss people off. On it. So, all right, boys. Have a wonderful evening. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Adios. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!